We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is a Locker Room Production. All right, guys, welcome back to another bonus episode on Locker Room. Uh, today, we'll be talking about the NFL Draft, and you guys could also come up and ask your questions. So, Malcolm, what today, uh, Brad Holmes talked to the media, and he said they've had conversations about trading down, trading up, and staying put. He did say he likes a cluster of players at number seven. He also said there's like, he's like, if he has a good offer, there's no ceiling like how far he's willing to move down. So it's not like 15 and then he won't, like, he'll, he'll take a call. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So if you're Brad Holmes, we've had this small discussion multiple times, but there are new people in here. If you're Brad Holmes, and there is a quarterback on the board at number seven. Let's say he's Justin Fields or Trey Lance, one of them, right? Are you really would asking you, me this? Would you take the player? This is a question you're really asking me. Or, <laughs> or say New England is calling you, right? So you're going to move down to 15. New England's calling you. I see a couple of speaker requests. Once we're done talking, you guys could come up and uh, like talk to so, New England's calling at 15. New England's calling at 15. And, okay, so would you take... Yep, they called. <laughs> so, what did they offer? I don't know. They offered fifth. Let's say they offered their first round this year, second round, and first round next year. Would you take that, or would you stay at seven and take the quarterback? Yeah, man. Man, I don't, you know I'm all in to, to move back in this draft, man. You, you already know this already. You know how I feel about the quarterbacks and not saying nothing about the quarterback, not, not taking nothing away from the quarterbacks, but I just feel like that we don't have to rush trying to get a guy right now if we don't feel like that guy's quote-unquote special. If you don't feel like that guy's quote-unquote special, you, you don't have to rush to get that guy right now. I mean, you can wait. I mean, build, hell, build build the team. And um, and then you have, you have draft access to, to plug a guy in later on down the line. But, yeah, I'm all in trading back. Getting more draft uh, assets, getting more pieces. The draft class is deep with players. If New England's calling, I'm all in because there's guys who I definitely want at 15 in that range area. There's, you know, um, Bateman. He's there, Rashad Bateman. There's a, a bunch of other players. Um, Tyler's boy's there. That, um, Tevin what's Jenkins. His name? The, 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 Tevin Jenkins. Tevin, J- Tevin Jenkins. The guy who will, will he say that will, will, um, Something with somebody's mother? I, I don't know. <laughs> but, what? I mean, I, I'm good. He didn't, didn't he say that Tevin Jacobs do something with somebody's mother or can't bring your mothers around him because he's bad or I, I don't know. Whatever Tyler oh, that's, says. That's, that's just Tyler. That's just Tyler saying like. Yeah, like I, I, a, know. A, I know. I know. Yeah. I know. Like, that's but, just Tyler. He loves that's his, that's his he, guy, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Um, move it down to 15. If. If. The offer is there. You know, I'm taking best offer available, man. Okay. Personally, uh, you already know what I would do. I would take Lancer Fields. Um, now we do have a, uh, a guest on, Nathan Castro. I hope I hey said guys. your name right. What's up, Nathan? Yo, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Big Nate. What's up, good. man? Welcome to the show. Um, yeah, man. Sorry I missed a couple times, but I'm glad to be back on. 
No, you good, man. How y'all doing this Friday night? Yeah, we doing yourself. good, man. We enjoying ourselves. Yes, Friday. Friday yeah, night. Friday night. The Lions talk. Let's go. Draft fever. Draft fever's coming, man. Yep. So what's going on? What would you do? What would you do? What would you do? You, you know, oh, if if you're getting a bunch of offers, you have Justin Fields there, you have Trey Lance there, and you have I mean, other honestly, options. You have other I mean, options. I mean, yeah, I mean, honestly, honest. I, I, I mean, honestly, I really think that um, both quarterbacks are going to be there for the Lions, and I think that the Lions, it just comes down to how much they believe in golf, um, and only being 26 years old, if he can turn it around, I think the Lions are going to try to get more draft picks. I think that that's the mode that they want. They want to build. They want to build um, the foundation with with um, first round draft picks. And if they can acquire more picks this year and next year, I, I think they're in good shape. You know, because they can go get whoever they want next year, and more likely we're going to suck. So you know, we're we're probably going to be looking for a quarterback next year, anyways. Yeah, hey man, that, that's that's like I said, that's the smartest route to go right now, man. Just right. hell, build the team and and. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm all in as far as I think we should let see what we can see what golf can do before we are right. talking about replacing him. Because I feel like we're not giving the guy a chance. <laughs> you know, yeah, we, he haven't he haven't taken a snap. He hasn't been taking a snap in Detroit yet. And we're already talking about this 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 draft his replacement. Let's let's right. see what you, he can you do. Let's let's, let's see have, what he can do, man. You have nothing to lose with with um, twenty twenty one is going to be a lost season. I think every Lions fan knows that it's going to be very brutal to watch Lions games um, this this coming season, unless there's some miraculous turnaround. I, um, but that's okay, you know. Yeah, and rebuilding. you know what? That's the expectations, and that's great. You know, I'm glad that we don't have any expectations for next season. But I, I want to be shocked if things actually like it's not as bad as we say as we think it is. I right. want to be shocked because, so I, I, like I said, like I said in the past, good coaching staff can do wonders to a team. It can make a average team look good. It can make a good team look great, and that's what a good coaching staff can bring. Now, I, I'm not saying that that's going to happen because I don't know what this coaching staff is going to bring. But <laughs> no way, if no they way. are good, if this right. is a great staff, I'm talking about across the board. You have a hell of a play caller, hell of a defensive coordinator. You have a hell of a head coach. They're gonna bring I, energy, man. That's what this, I, that's what this coaching staff is gonna bring. They're gonna bring energy. Yeah. They're bring fire. I'm, now, I'm, hoping. Um, I'm I'm stoked about that. So what's interesting is the Lions attended Justin Fields' second pro day, but they did not attend Trey Lance's second pro day. Is there smoke or is there fire there? Like, did they no, do it on purpose? It's called Chris Spielman, dude. Chris Spielman yeah. is pounding the table for Justin Fields, being an Ohio alum. I promise, Ohio State alum. I promise you. He is pounding the table for Justin Fields. That's possible, but I feel like, okay, like, why doesn't it hurt to go to Trey Lance's second pro day, though? Like, I feel like there could be, like, maybe they're saying they don't like him when they actually like him a lot. Like, you know how some teams do that? Yeah. I know, I know, I know Patricia, I know Patricia, well, I can't believe I said that name. Um, I know the <laughs> yeah. old, the old head coach of this team, the guy with the pencil and the beard. The fat guy. Uh, the fat guy. <laughs> I don't want to go that far, <laughs> but um, he, him, and his buddy uh Bobby, they used to do that. I'm not sure how this coaches have approached things. I'm not sure if they're like, oh yeah, we want to be secretive, and even though we never interviewed you, we, he, yeah, you were our guy the whole time. That was Ragnar, right? I mean, oh, hello, guys. Oh, there he is. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend is Tyler. Going, oh my so, God. Tyler, let, let me let me jump in. So no, no, you guys got it twisted. So they attended pro days, but they didn't. You know, they bring them out for Allen Park for the visits. They get like the thirty official visits. Yeah. Bob Quinn has never drafted a first round pick that he's had a visit for. So you don't say their full names. Don't say their now. Whatever the hell you want to call him, BQ. We'll call him BQ. Call him Bobby. Bobby. But, but he's not. He's not cool enough for a nickname though. Like BQ sounds badass. Yeah, that does. Just say Bobby. That sounds weird. But you gotta say like weird, like Bobby. I'll just I'll just call him the scammer. Scammer, Bobby. Scammer. If you want to say Bobby, you call him Bobby. Hey guys, I, like I got Bobby. a question for you. I, I kind of like Bobby. That sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like being called the scammer is not nice. So like, I'm gonna stick with scammer. Right, just, just like, what are you trying to say, bro? Oh, what was I trying to say? Oh, I was just trying to tell you. Like, he's never had. He's never drafted someone in the first round that he brought for an official Allen Park visit, but he's attended pro days. 
Oh, that they kind of ended up drafting. So yeah, that's gotcha. a little different. Okay, okay. I got you. I got you. Um, Nathan, what's your question? You said. Yeah, so I got a question. Um, I know y'all been reading the the rumors about Slater possibly over Penny Sewell if if both available for some crazy hmm. reason. Um, my question to you is: so I'm warming. I'm warming on the receiver talk. I, I agree. I think there's a lot of value later on, like a Kadarius Tony, um, Bateman, mm, mm. you know, that Moore guy from Purdue. I mean, there's a lot of good options later on in the draft. So I think we're not going to maybe go receiver, especially if Chase is being rumored to Cincinnati, which I'm hearing a lot too. I've been reading that Chase is – they want to go Chase for Burrow. Um, get him another weapon. So um, what do you guys – do you think that Slater – would you take Slater over Penny Sewell if they're, if they're both there available? Man. I personally, personally – No, no, go ahead, man. You, you, you go first. I personally wouldn't, but if they did, like I'd understand why. Um, maybe because Sewell has never really played right tackle, I guess. And also, I feel like Slater is more versatile, but I think Sewell has a higher ceiling. So I could see why they go with Slater, but I personally go with Sewell. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad with either pick. I I would love both. To be honest with you, they drafted Slater. There has to be a reason why that they drafted Slater over um, Sewell. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm with it. Whatever, whichever route they go. Give me an offensive lineman. <laughs> Give me exactly. an offensive lineman. Yeah. No, but yeah. for me, I, I personally think Penny Sewell as well. I mean, Penny Sewell is my second overall prospect in my draft, so it would be a bit disappointing if hypothetically they were both on the board and Detroit went the route of taking. I wouldn't be disappointed if they went Slater over Sewell, but it would be like you know a little bit of a gut punch just because I think Sewell has crazy potential to be like one of the best. Offensive lineman in the NFL. So, like, it'd be a bit of a gut punch, but I think you're getting still a very good player in Rashawn Slater. So, it's not like it's a consolation prize, but I would definitely take Penny Sewell over him. But, I mean, like you said, like Peter kind of said, you know, Sewell showed more versatility, been able to play the left side, been able to show the right side. He could play some guard, even center if needed. So, there's obviously versatility with Slater, more versatility that we've seen. Um, you know, with Sewell, we've only really seen him play left tackle and then. Obviously, this pro day has been working out to play some right tackle if, you know, called upon if because he shows some versatility. And then also, I think Sewell could be a phenomenal guard even if he doesn't work out at tackle. So I'd personally take Penny Sewell, but kind of like Pierre said, Slater's more of a established, versatile option. So if you value versatility maybe a little bit more than like a left tackle or just a right tackle, maybe you go Slater. But I would personally all- take Sewell. Do y'all think the competition also matters too? Because if I'm a coach, I'm looking at, man, this guy battled in the Big Ten, which is a lot better than the Pac-12, you know, and, you know, you're going against some of the best ends, i.e. Chase Young, you know, Bosa, you know, guys from Michigan. So, I mean, you know, I definitely think he gets more reps against better competition um, in the Big Ten than I think Sewell probably gets at um, in the Pac-12. That's just my and, opinion, and that that could be a reason why a lot of those um draft experts have Slater ahead of Sewell. And Sewell yeah. didn't play this year either. Opted out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, I'm like I said, I'm done with either or, man. I think they're both great tackles, solidify the spot great prospects. Yeah, yeah, man. Right. It's just gonna whatever whichever one we get is gonna make our O line better. So I am down for whatever. Give me Tevin Jenkins. Awesome. Give me Jenkins, man. I want him. I want him so bad. So you you want us? You want so you want us to move back so we can get some time Jenkins? Oh, that's fine. All right. So Tyler, here's uh, here was a scenario we talked about um, in the beginning of the show when you were here. Say you're at seven, Fields and Lance are on the board. New England comes calling. They're offering you 15, their second round pick, and their first round pick next year. Are you taking that pick, or are you taking Fields or Lance? My first scenario would be taking the quarterback, but I don't think it's a bad scenario either taking the, the draft capital as well. I think getting draft capital is really key, obviously, in the rebuild. So I wouldn't be disappointed if they went that route. But I personally, if I was the general manager, I would take one of the quarterbacks with the current Detroit Lions situation, either one. All right. 
All right, that's fair. Um, Nathan, I'm going to let you go down. Uh, yeah, appreciate talk, it, guys. And then, Thanks. Yep, if you have more questions, right, just request. Will do. Yep. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Ahmed? Yep. How you guys doing? Good, man. How you doing? Good, bro. Good. Big fan. Been watching you guys since a couple years now. I appreciate that, my man. I played Madden with you before, haven't I? Yeah, you have. I was in your league. You've kicked my ass, but I know that. Yeah. I did. I I, I didn't win it all, though. Tyler. (laughs) You you got to get better with the Did I kick your ass or did you kick my ass? I don't remember. He kicked your ass. I I beat you. Yeah, I thought. I think it was the second round. Okay. Yeah. That that sounds about right. Damn it, Tyler. So, I I got mixed. You know, I got mixed uh, feelings about how each of you guys feel about the draft. So, Malcolm, I know, I know you're not. I know you don't want a quarterback this year. Mac Jones, who? Honestly, it, okay, that's the last guy I take. Honestly, I don't. I don't. I don't know. What the, I don't know what this rumor to San Fran is at three. I mean, I don't understand it. But yeah, that's the last guy I take out of any of the four. But Malcolm, if a guy is there at seven, if if you because. If you have uncertainty at your quarterback position, the most important, you know, position on the field and a guy that can actually, you know, represent your franchise for 10 to 15 years, then if a guy is there, then you have to take him. If you like him, then you got to take him. This is my thing, and this is what I tell my boys all the time because, you know, my boys are they're really big on getting a quarterback now. If we didn't have Brad Holmes and we never had Jared Goff, I'll say, you know what, or just to say we never had Brad Holmes and we had Jared Goff. I would say, okay, this is not his guy. He doesn't care about golf. Um, I don't think, you know, golf is going to be here at all. You know, he's not going to – he might not even be here next season, you know. But Brad Holmes, he's a guy who pounded the tape. I'm talking about pounding the table. Like, this is my guy um, when when um, golf was in the they draft. This was, this, is, this was his guy. And when he said his pressure that, you know, Jared Goff was a big reason why he made that trade – is that he, you know, he's able to get his guy here. So he was able to get draft capital and get his guy. So like, like I tell my boys, I don't think they're going to give up on golf until he's proven that he's not that quarterback. So until he sucks in Detroit, <laughs> I don't see them drafting replacement. I don't see them and, and drafting. I, I don't see them drafting replacement before they even see if he sucks in Detroit. So and, that, and that's I, why. And I, and I get it. I get it why they're why they why they won't take a quarterback this year. I mean, I think he's I think he's the perfect bridge, whether that's for next year or even the year after. I think I think that's the perfect bridge. I mean, I don't think I mean the guy was the guy was with Sean McVay, probably the best offensive system in the league, and he and he the last couple of years, I mean, he struggled. So I mean, if the guy's coming to Detroit, I, mean, I don't I don't have much hope for the guy. This, I hope this he does is, this well, is, but. And this is the thing with Sean McVay, and I, I I try to tell this to people all the time. How do we know that it's not Sean McVay that the defense picked up on Sean McVay's offense? Because you know, in football, this happens all the time where you can have a really you could be a great you could be a good coordinator, or you have a great scheme that's new and brand new to the NFL world, but teams pick up on it. Teams pick up on it. Yeah. Defense picks up on it. You know, they film out there, they pick up on it. This first two years. You know, the offense was explosive with golf. Yeah. You know, golf had 4,600 yards. Another reason why. Yeah. Damn, his, 20, his 2018 year, he was he was 
crazy. He's, Do you want to know exactly. another reason why, though? There was a running game. Yeah, yeah there also, 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 also was a running game. Yeah, he also had a running game. But but the thing is, how do we know that defense did not pick up on Sean McVay's offense and it wasn't just golf declining? I mean, we don't know that. If they don't like a guy there at seven, I won't take him. I'm, I mean, I don't even think they should force. I don't even think they should take him even if they like it. If they really think this guy is, is going to be better than Jared Goff, then I think you do it. Like a guy I mean, like Justin Fields or Trey Lance, that's the only two I take there because I think obviously Zach Wilson and Trevor Trevor's going to be gone at one and two. I but mean, if Justin Field is there, I, that's it's going to be hard to pass off. He's not I'm with here. Just, just trade back <laughs> or grab like I mean, a guy that's going to. Here's the thing: if, if or, New England calls you in Justin Field, you're going to get a haul, but it's going to be hard to pass off on him. I mean, I don't understand. Not necessarily, because you're not giving up. You're not giving up on golf yet. That's just like, all right, the Carolina Panthers. They just acquired. I understand they gave a draft capital Sam from Sam Darnold, but how much better is Sam Darnold than Jared Goff right now? I mean, no, Jared Goff right now is better. Jared than Goff Sam is Darnold, better. Okay, so do you, do you see? Do you see? Do you see the Carolina? If, if Justin Fields is there, you think the Carolina Panthers going to draft? Uh, well, Justin like Fields? you said, they traded. Like you said, they traded draft capital for him. We didn't trade draft capital for Jared Goff. We got Goff. draft capital. For him. I, I, I we get got that. draft capital with Jared. Goff. <laughs> I, 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 I get that. I get that. But what I'm saying is that he he you got to give the guy a chance before yeah, you look, before yeah. you give, before you looking for a replacement for this guy. But they're completely different scenarios. But they're completely different scenarios. I agree with Tyler. What he's been saying. I won't. I won't take a receiver if he's there. I won't even take Jamar Chase if he's there at seven. I, really I wouldn't won't. either. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think a receiver is – I don't think it's valuable at that pick. I really don't. I mean, some people tell me that if Sewell or Chase was there, they'd take Chase. I mean, that's laughable. Yeah, it's I agree even, with that. I, the only two positions I'd take at seven is probably a quarterback or an offensive lineman or maybe Michael Parsons. Maybe. I'm on the same exact boat. <laughs> same exact that's boat. Yeah. Uh, that's the only guy uh, i take. Uh, I mean, if Chase is there, man, I don't know, man, because you're giving a, you're getting a hell of a weapon. For 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 many 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 years, and I'd I don't like know. I, I, I'm down with Chase at seven. I'm not saying I wouldn't like it. I, I'd be down. I mean, I wouldn't hate it. I mean, I don't think it'd be the best option, but like, I think it'd definitely be better than like Kyle Pitts or Jalen Waddle at seven. Like, I would not like if it's anybody any like weapon there at seven. If we were gonna take one, it'd, it'd be Chase, and I wouldn't be mad at that because I think I mean. I mean, really I'm, down, I'm down with Pitts, too. Rookie. I mean, uh, even really though Pitts Justin is probably – Pitts is going to be the most likely player not going to be there, but it's hell. Pitts is there. And man, I heard he's going I'll four. You, I'll take Pitts, too, man. I mean, I heard he's going, to, I heard he's going all the way to four. <laughs> you, you, I mean, you're talking no, about, you're talking about players – Atlanta could back, though, too, as well. Yeah, they could. But you're, you're talking about players who is not going to need a – oh, I, I need a learning curve. No, yeah, These guys are coming right away. They're going to play at a high level. Chase is gonna come in right yeah, away, yeah. and he's Chase is a guy that could come in right now and give you a thousand yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was better than Justin Pitts. Justin Pitts Jefferson is a guy on, <laughs> on, in LSU, and look yeah. what the 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 season he had. Imagine Jamar Chase. Yeah, and, and Pitts is a guy that could come in right away and get you ten, twelve, thirteen touchdowns and eight, nine hundred, nine hundred yards yeah. rookie year. So hey, that's what I'm saying. Like, but, all right, you're saying that you you wouldn't go and get a thousand yard receiver at Pick seven. Okay, okay. Not to cut you off though, but you guys mentioned Justin Jefferson having his huge impact season. What did that result for the White Vikings? They yeah, didn't make the playoffs. I mean, but you, but, I, but I guarantee you, though, I guarantee you, they have their their receiver for many 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 years to come. Yeah, but but what's more important, having an offensive lineman for many many years to come, or a receiver? For oh, I'm, I'm not down for I'm, a, I'm down for an offensive lineman, but I mean, I'd I like wouldn't mind Jamar. I wouldn't mind Jamar Chase either. Like it. I mean, I'd like Chase at seven. I'm not saying I want to like it. But I wouldn't prefer it. It wouldn't be my number one option. I mean, I think if Sewell is there, I, I think that's that's the best case scenario for me. I mean, you put him 100%. on the right side, and I heard they're going to start Vitae this year at guard. You put him on the <laughs> right tackle next to Ragnar, <laughs> and then that you have Decker and Sewell. And then when Decker gets up there in age, you can just flip Sewell back to left tackle. I mean, that's that's a home run pick. Yeah, I, I mean, agree, hundred percent. Hey, I'm not, and I'm, I'm not against. Getting an offensive lineman. I actually want us to get an offensive oh, lineman. Yeah. I'm actually down mm-hmm. for any other position other than quarterback, to be completely honest. And that's just me. Any other position, I think it's like a huge W for Detroit. Now, other than quarterback um, or corner. Corner. Or corner. Yeah, or yeah corner. different corner. I don't yeah. want and, and if we trade back to like, who's a trade back option? Probably like New England. 
New England, Michael Washington. Parsons is there. I think. I think that's. I think that's another home run pick. Michael Parsons at fifteen. I agree with that. Yeah, we can, then, we can get Michael Parsons at fifteen. That, that'd be my I mean, my, yeah. my first would be Seawall, but if we, my second favorite scenario is if we trade back with New England and then get Parsons at fifteen. That that'd be, that'd be really good. I think he could be gone at nine, though. I think Denver would strike me as one of those teams that Denver could take like Parsons. I mean, Denver's weird because I could see them potentially taking Mac Jones, but I could see them not taking Mac Jones. Obviously, who? different general ma- – stop, stop, stop. No, okay. man, I'm just trying to say who. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos? You know, so my boy, nine, you know where boy Mac is going, man. He's not going to be at there for, for Denver. Well, <laughs> my boy, you, know, you, know, you know where my boy Mac is going. If, if the Niners pass on him, and let's and say he gets – let's say – New England does end up – or they do trade up. Let's say it's for Fields, let's say hypothetically, or if it's for Lance because let's say Fields in the scenario has gone at three. I'm just throwing a scenario out there. And then mm-hmm. Mac is out there still. Denver could be one of those teams in the market for Mac Jones, but I feel like at the same time they won't be in the market for Mac Jones because new leadership, they got George Payne as their general manager now. John Elway's not that quarterback. If this was John Elway making the pick, I'd maybe say that's their quarterback because – uh, Elway's always gone for those style of quarterbacks. It's kind of just like the big pocket, smarter quarterback. So that makes sense. But I think with George Payton, not that we really know his quarterback philosophy yet, but I'd be a little bit shocked if he went Mac Jones. So I think Micah Parsons could very easily be the pick at nine for the Broncos if the Lions don't take him at seven. Um, I really think I really think he's going to go three. I mean, yeah. I think I, and most of the reason why. I mean, I don't agree with it, but. I think I don't think Kyle Shanahan wants to wait. I don't think he wants to wait for Trey Lance. I mean, I, I just don't think so. I think they want to get a guy that's almost ready, a guy who can sit back in the box. And he's he's really he's a smart guy. He's a smart he quarterback, and, and that's what Kyle Shanahan likes. And he's a guy who I was gonna say, look what he has to sex with. Seven percent of his passes. I mean, I don't think he's better than the top four, but I'd understand the pick to San Fran, but I wouldn't like it. I mean, it's, I mean. Just yeah. look, he's who ready to, he's, look who Kyle Shanahan had success is, with. He's also ready to play right now. Him exactly. And, uh, versus Lance and Field, I think they need a little time personally. Especially um, Lance. That's why I don't think they'll not even close to yeah. Lance. Especially Lance. Lance is nowhere near ready for NFL. Year, for the NFL speed. Yeah, he needs to sit for at least a year. I just, yeah, I just, man. I, I just hate the philosophy of, like, settling almost. Like, we're going to take the guy that's ready right away, but, like, we have a guy that's potential through the roof. Like, why not just take the risk? You trade up to three. Why are you going to settle for they, they the don't smart popular? You got to understand what Kyle Hanson has success with. He has success with Matt Ryan. He has success with Kirk Cousins. And he has some minimal success with Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, one day he went to Super Bowl. Um, he had RG3. He had these guys. He had these, he had these types of quarterbacks. I just don't think he has time. I mean, the roster's way too talented to be wasted on a on a pick who's a guy that's going to be not going to be even step on a field for another year or two. It's just, I mean, it's not fields. I, I it's, realize it's, it's, I, I, it's, a, it's a risk, man. I, I think. Pe- that, oh, sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I, saying, I, I I think people underestimate like how much time these guys need. Like, yeah, I don't think they're ready day one, Lancer Fields. But like, do I think they'll be ready by week four, week five? Absolutely. Not not, not Trey Lance. Lance. Not Trey Lance. I mean, he's played, he's played he's played six seventeen games in the last two years. Same as Mac Jones. They they played yeah, the same but, amount but of games. Mac Jones was at least but, like in the yeah. program at Alabama and was actually sitting behind a guy like Tua and and Jalen Hurts and I mean Trey Lance was 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 at a D two school who said I mean I think his potential I think it's higher than Justin Fields I think it's higher than Zach Wilson's and I think it's higher than any quarterback not named Trevor Lawrence. But how he's gonna pan out, I don't know. I think his upside. You gotta go to good. You gotta go to good situation. Yeah. Good situation. Sit. I mean, what would be nice for him is like Detroit. <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> I think Lance's no. best. Uh, I think any quarterback's best option right now is San Fran. I don't think Zach Wilson's gonna strive, and and I mean, I think he has the. I think he has the the coaches, but uh, he has nothing around him right now. That, that is not true. That is simply not true. What you just said. He has Corey Wilson? Davis. He has Denzel oh. Mims. He Who has he uh, Jamison Crowder. Mackay Becton's not. I think Mackay Becton has really good upside. They yeah, already showed it. I mean, I just think I think they need to get him a run game. I think they need to build up that offensive line. You know, they're still like building, bro. They're still and, yeah. They got picks this year. They're and still they got a lot. Game. They got two. 
two first rounders, early second round pick. One of my favorite offensive coordinator candidates over there. Oh, I'm excited to see what Mike McDaniel's going to do. Man, I, I love Zach Wilson back in like November. Like I wanted him in Detroit more than any quarterback. No, I mean Trevor Lawrence. Like I wanted the guy. It's like maybe like week five, week six of the college season. I yeah, he was getting hype. He was getting hype he around was getting that time. A lot of hype, like Heisman hype. Yeah, around that time. Yeah. yeah. No, you can go ahead. Um. If you don't have nothing else to say, we have someone else that wants to come up and speak. Oh, no, you're good. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Yep. All right. David, what's going on? Hey, guys. Appreciate the conversation. It's good seeing NFL talk in locker room. Hey, what's going on, man? Um, I kind of wanted to chime in on this question of, passing on an elite tier one quarterback if one happens to drop to you just because you have an adequate quarterback on your roster to me i don't see why the quarterback position is more fragile than any other player on an nfl team every every position has competition every every like position has like People who are vying for your job, who are looking for more touches, who want to have more playing time, who want to make more money. Why is the quarterback suddenly this like position where you have to coddle the person and make sure that they don't have any competition, they don't feel threatened because you already have a guy who's kind of adequate? Like That makes no sense to me. To me, the most value you get in any NFL draft is to end up with a tier one elite quarterback prospect for your team. Even if you already have a guy, like to me, it makes no sense if the Atlanta Falcons do anything, but take a quarterback. Like they have Matt Ryan. They have a a really talented, really well-respected QB who masters that like offensive scheme and who has the respect of his locker room. But if they have an opportunity to put a succession plan in place, you got to take that. There's no better value that you could possibly get. If that's the only thing they got out of the entire draft, that would be a home run and a grand slam and a Hail Mary all in one. Like that's the best thing you could ever do in any NFL draft. And then they have other picks too. It's like, okay, so if you take the quarterback that's a lead, that calls to you, you could still take great players later on, you know, who are going to impact your team. And if Goff ends up being the guy, if he, like, blossoms and he, like, turns into, like, you know, a superstar, the fact that you have Justin Fields, like, you know, learning behind him as a trade asset that you can have for a missing piece in order to get a pro bowler, because teams are going to come knocking. They always need a quarterback. Somebody goes down. Someone's going to happen. I mean, look look what the value is that Goff got. You know, look at the value that Darnell, you know, that Darnell had. And they're not, like, of that caliber. Like, if you get somebody of that caliber, I, I think it's nothing but a win. I agree oh, I, with you. Yeah, I agree 100% that, David. It's just, like, if you don't have a top-10 quarterback and he's not on, like, a rookie – or he's not young on the younger end of the spectra, it's like, you know, why not take a shot? And like you mentioned, like, Atlanta, like, they have Matt Ryan, who's, what, 37 years old? It's 35, like 35. See, 35? Okay, I thought it was – sorry, I thought it was a little older. Um, Tomatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> but you know like when you have the opportunity especially picking the top five because you don't have the opportunity to pick top five very often you know why not go grab that franchise quarterback and like you said if jared got like let's throw in the lines in this you know circumstance because like golf is by nowhere near elite right now and has a lot to prove to still be a franchise quarterback because i don't think he's a proven franchise quarterback yet he's a Proven NFL quarterback for sure. Proven guy that deserves to be a starter somewhere. No doubt about that. That's Jared Goff. But you have the potential to take a guy who could be super elite, like you said, Justin Fields or like a Trey Lance. I would do it as well if you don't have much security at the quarterback spot. If you have, for instance, let's say, let's just throw it out there. Let's say hypothetical, like let's say if Houston owned their pick this year and Deshaun Watson was committed to Houston. This is before everything. Let's say Deshaun Watson's committed to Houston. No, you absolutely don't take a quarterback for the Texans. But if you don't have a top 10 or, you know, oh. top five guy in the league, why not, you know, improve and upgrade that position? Because like you said, it's the most important position in football. 
it's funny. I think the most important position for the Houston Texans right now is who their number two quarterback is because they don't know what's going to be going on with Deshaun Watson, and they need to make sure that they have a quarterback. Yeah, oh, I, I, brought, up right? this, I brought up this scenario just saying but, put everything yeah. aside and assume Watson is the guy right there. Like, I mean, in no, a way, I, 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 think, I think Detroit and my Eagles are in a similar vein. Like, you guys got Goff. We have Jalen Hurts. They're, perf- they're guys that you could kind of feel, like, optimistic about, but you don't know. They're both gambles, you know. Who knows if they become great, if they become adequate, if they become bust. We don't know. I don't expect for one of these elite quarterbacks, one of these five guys, to be there at 12. But if one of them is, like, how do the Eagles not take them? I mean, you got to look at your situation. You're a Philadelphia Eagle fan? Yes. All right, you guys drafted out of the top 10. So that that just shows you what they feel like, I, I guess, what they feel about these quarterbacks. Because you guys are in perfect position in grabbing one of these quarterbacks. Oh, no, no, no. See, see, this is where, like, uh, I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles organization disagrees with you. They believe that, you know, the top four quarterbacks are going with the top four picks. And that the only end that at six, they weren't going to get one. And that the only way they were going to get one is to trade into the top three. So they've been trying to trade into to the three spot, into the four spot. But we don't have any assets. You know, we're up against the cap. We don't have any great players. Like, everybody's overpriced. Like, we didn't have the, the, the assets to be able to get up to there's those, a, you know, there, to trade up. There's a, big chance, there's a big chance that one of those quarterbacks still could have been there. Uh, I'm just saying, this what was if, the assessment. They went over and they, they were saying, we tried to get up to number three or four. We couldn't get up to number three or four. We don't think one of the quarterbacks that we're looking at is going to be there at six. Therefore, they traded down. Because the Man. other positions that they're looking at, they feel a 12, one of those positions will be there. That's, right? that's and, pretty dumb of an organization to do something like that because you don't, you, unless you have a crystal ball to say, okay, all these quarterbacks are going to be gone at six, how the hell do you know that these quarterbacks will be gone at six well, before, Malcolm, before the, you even let the, the draft play out? It's the Howie Roseman. Was, it's Howie Roseman. The situ- no, no, not even Howie Roseman. The situation was they want to trade it to three with Miami. They were at six, they said. So they we wanted will, they wanted a quarterback. Well, so no, they, they no, wanted, they wanted just one say, guy. no, 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 no. There was a specific quarterback they wanted. Wanted Zach Wilson, and they didn't think he would be there at three, so they traded out of the it, top ten. Zach Wilson wasn't going to be there. He wasn't going to be there at three. Exactly. So they will right. be traded for three for no reason. So they only wanted Zach Wilson. But why that not? Why so not settle good. for Justin Fields or or uh, Trey Lance? I'm if you don't it. love the guy, why do you settle with the guy? Exactly. Yo, I mean, I'm, I'm just yo. saying that's 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 how you could tell that they felt a certain type of way about the rest of those quarterbacks. If they want to get Zach Wilson, they didn't want none of these other guys. And they're like, you know what? We just ride out with um, Jalen Hurts. We'll just ride out with him instead of grabbing one of these other guys. It could be a project. Yeah, so, I, no, I, I thought that what they were thinking is is that there are four quarterbacks that they were thinking of at the time, and they thought that the four of them were going to be gone before six, and they tried to trade up you don't, for any of but, those four. You don't do and that yes, unless it yes, already they're, happens. They're, that, that's dumb. No, 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 because there might have been a chance that maybe one of them drops by some unexpected miracle, but, they thought, miracle? It was more, <laughs> but they thought it was more likely. Uh, like, I, I, I mean, I... I we're at, all right, that, that it's the Detroit Lions, Detroit Lions are at seven. The Detroit Lions are at seven. All right, so we would have been behind you guys. I think, personally, yeah. I think there's a really big chance that Justin Fields and Trey Lance might be there at the same time. Wow. So you're telling, me that, you're telling totally. me that the Philadelphia Eagles, who are at six, thought yes. Justin Fields and Trey Lance was going to be gone? Yes. <laughs> Why did they wait till draft day to make this trade to go backwards instead of, and, and let it play out before making that move? That's just yeah, dumb. People talk I have a like, question like for a second. Doing drafting like deals is the easiest thing in the world. It isn't. It's like Yo. you have to have the right player. You have to have the right thing. But here they had an opportunity. And it's like they had a bird in hand versus maybe hoping that a player like, you know, falls out when they don't believe it's a high percentage chance. Yeah, like I actually think that's that higher risk made, okay. made the right call. Um, <laughs> all right. Like. David, no disrespect to you, but this is Alliance podcast, and we're going to lose our listeners yeah. if we're talking about the Eagles. So, oh, I, I was no, 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 it's, it's fine. Know. But come on, like that—that's kind of dumb, don't you think? Like, <laughs> to not Dude, let play. They, I, I, honestly, bro, I don't care about the Eagles. It's Howie Roseman. I, I don't think he's a good GM. Um, I, I, that's I just me. Um, 
Let's get back into the Lions talk, though, because yes. we'll, um, okay. So Nathan, what's up? You came up hey, again. Hey man, let me let me just say this one thing about the Eagles. I don't know what the hell they're doing, and their coach can't put a sentence together in this press conference. So I'll leave it at. Oh, oh yeah, he did do the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I never seen that. Person no. in the headlights look at my life, man. Yo, he's a good coach, uh, though. I do like Sirianni. I actually he is like a good coach yeah. as a candidate for the Lions. He was just a little <laughs> nervous, man. It was my guy's first time. Big, he big nervous. My guy was nervous. Like, big oh. nervous, man. <laughs> he runs a great team, though. Like, if he has the right yeah. players, he could succeed. But let's talk about Lions. Lions. Because it is about the Lions. Um, right. Okay. Can we talk about so... Tim Jenkins? Who? Oh, Kick out Nathan right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to do that. No, 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 no. Kick uh, out Nathan, after this, I won't kick you out. I'll give you the slot. Even though I should not be giving oh, you Oh, you're talking about the cornerback? Are you talking about the cornerback? Kick him out right now. Never mind. I was going to give him a slide, but give, give him the kick right now. <laughs> Go watch Devin Jenkins highlights right now on YouTube. Okay. Oklahoma State. Um, okay. We'll do, I'll do that. Um, so... I guess my question is, um, what do y'all think of uh, Caleb Farley? I know he has the back injury, but I, you know, I, I know the Lions got Akuda last year. You want a corner? You want a corner? No, I'm not saying I want a corner, but I could see, you know, the Lions if they see somebody like a Caleb Farley or that guy from. Um, you can see uh, a Tracy Horner. Are you talking about like the second round pick? He falls to the second. Is that what you're saying? Caleb Farley, no, yeah, the second round. No, 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 no second round. Caleb talking about, Farley would be in the first round. You talking about first? You see, he's drafting another he has, corner he in the first medical. round. He has medical. I mean, I'm, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to play the devil's advocate here, man. I'm just saying, you know, like how much they really the believe in Akuda, and you know, they, I mean, they pretty much put the secondary together. I mean, we don't know really what Dunbar and. Corn is going to give us necessarily. I'm just, I don't know. I'm no, there's no devil's advocate here. If they take a corner here, that's a, that's not going to give me a good draft grade right there. I'll just say that if they take a corner <laughs> within the top ten, or even if they trade back and take a corner, I mean, mm-hmm. that just defeats the whole philosophy that I've ever put in in building a football team. If you're going to take mm-hmm. a position that's more important in starting to rebuild, take a quarterback, take an offensive lineman. Take a linebacker, take a defensive end, take mm-hmm. an edge rusher, something. You know, it makes more sense. I mean, a corner or a safety, like, that doesn't make, really make much sense to me, starting a rebuild. Even, like, a pass yeah, no, catcher doesn't really I make mean, much I, sense to me, like I told you. I mean, I, 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 I totally agree with you, man. I, I just think that there's a lot of people that are really worried about Akuda. And <laughs> they don't believe and they don't believe in, in Amari. Because if you're worried, say, Amari, I, I, I'm, I'm not playing. I'm, playing. I'm not worried. You mean Amani? Oh. Amani, I'm sorry, Amani. Yeah, like they, like they just think like maybe he's not, re- he's not gonna be a, a number one corner. You know, I, I like the Dunbar signing. I think that you know Dunbar, in some way, if he could, could be the 2019 Dunbar, I mean, he could be the one, and you know, Akuda would be the two, and and Amani would play like the, the mm-hmm. four. You know, with Corn at the three. I don't know. You know? Wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. I, I'm puzzled. You mean Amani at the nickel? Amani, okay, okay. Amani Warrior yeah, was our corn, best. Corn Amani Warrior was our best corner by far um, last season. He was, but they, they, they say, brung oh, Dunbar. He's still bad. He was still bad. He, he, I mean, they brung he, Dunbar. He wasn't. He wasn't that bad. Amani Warrior wasn't that bad. I mean, he was just he, he had. PF grade didn't have him as. I mean, he didn't have a good PF grade. I mean, well, I mean, it was like, it was like 77, 70, 70, 70 something. I mean, I get our secondary was terrible in general. I mean, I, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm really worried about secondary. I mean, it's very young and inexperienced, and I think every quarterback's gonna look at it like barbecue chicken. All right, I'll, I'll say this about sec- <laughs> I'll say this about secondary. Um, Amari, as far as Amari Warrior, he had a great he had a great rookie year. I think he had a I think he had a very solid sophomore year, and he's trending in the right direction. He's getting better. That's all I care about is that he's getting better. He was better than he was his rookie year, and I think that we should see another step from Mario Warrior. I want to see. A, I personally want to see a step from Jeff Okuda because I haven't seen. I haven't seen. Diggly, have I haven't it. seen diddly shit from from Jeff Okuda. I'm just put that out there. I haven't seen anything from Jeff Okuda all year long. I haven't seen anything. I mean, I can't pull a game that I said that I can say, man, he had a great game. I can't. I can't pull a Cardinals, game that. Cardinals game. 
Cardinals, he got torched that whole game, and he got one. He of the oh, he, made, he, made, he made a pick. I mean, he, he, he made a he made a he made a pick. Because That's a Kyler Murray mistake. Thunder, <laughs> it was a throw behind the receiver, and you picked the ball. He got torched that whole game. I I can't pick a game for Jeff Gordon and say, nah, man, man, he really locked this guy down. I, like, I mean, uh, he had. I mean, to be fair, he had Devonte Adams. He had he had Hopkins. I mean, that's that's a really you know trial by. by shoot, I mean, guy. you drafted this guy at number three overall, and you had those yeah, expectations, it. and you knew who's in our division. I mean, he was going to go against these guys. Now, I'm just, I'm just saying, I want to see a step from Jeff Okuda. I want to see Jeff Okuda have a far better season he did, he did last year because he didn't his PFF grade was in the 30s his coverage was 30 now that's as bad as T's Tabor now that's as bad as it could get <laughs> so I'm just saying that I did I need to see an improvement from Jeff Okuda and I'm hoping this coaching staff could bring that could bring that out of him and I'm hoping that he has a far better year than he did his rookie year and I think the Quinn Dunbar signing is more of a is more of like a security blanket that if you know if Jeff doesn't Take a leap right. as quickly as they, they anticipate him to do. They could have him sit for a little bit and let him watch the game for a little while because having him out there with a 30, 30 grade coverage is not good for the team. Also, so I'd rather have him. he was playing hurt and Patricia didn't do him any favors either. So, right. That was, that was was let's, like... let's see, you know, again, I, I get it hurt, banged up. Rookie year covered, he had to play cover one. I, I, I don't care what it is, okay? I want to see an improvement from Jeff Okuda next year. He was a third overall pick. You know, we pass up on my boy, Derek Brown, who had a phenomenal rookie year. I want to see an improvement from, yeah, he had 37 pressures. 37 pressures from the interior. I think that's pretty, I mean, from the interior, if you get 37 pressures, I mean, shit. I oh, think yeah. as, 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 as an interior defensive lineman, I mean, that's more than our whole interior lineman combined. I mean, that's <laughs> that everybody. That's ev- our, our whole interior lineman didn't have more than 20 pressures. Didn't Probably, probably didn't have more than 15 pressures. So Derek Brown, of, uh... I'm just saying he had more than our whole thing combined. So <laughs> now we're going to get into that, but I'm hoping Jeff Kuhn does take a step bro. up. Yeah, speaking of our secondary, I think you should be more concerned with the safety because after Tracy Walker, yeah. you literally have no one. Like, there is no one on the What do y'all think of Dean Marlowe? Yeah, what do y'all think of Dean Marlowe? I think he's chance? a third third safety at best. Ideally, he's a really? fourth safety, but he's a special third safety teams? in my opinion. I don't think they he's a can, starter. Um, they can play special teams? He, yeah, he's a special team guy, but yeah. he's not like a – you don't want him, like, starting, like, 16 games. I mean, there's a, whole, there's a whole draft, guys. That's why I'm not really worried about safety. I think they're going to draft the safety position in the draft, and I think we get our starter in the draft. Or right, who knows? right. That's what I, that's what I was steering to. So let's get or, into or, some safety talk. Yeah, or who knows? Maybe your boy uh, Will Harris could ball out. He's not my boy. Oh, anyway, and you know you were happy when we drafted him. You know you were happy when we drafted him, Pierre. Don't do that. I saw those athletic traits, but then I saw him play, and I was like, "This kid can't do shit. He's just half. He's just an athlete. He's not a football player." If he could just hit um, the guy, I mean, that's what a strong safety does. Yo, Ooh, Nate, play in the box. Here's the thing, bro. Here's the thing. He's an athlete. He's not a football player. He's just an athlete. The guy plays a killabrew all over again. Is what you're saying? No, no killabrew. Killabrew can play, man. Solid. Will Harris can cover. Can't tackle. He just could run fast. He was never. He was never really. I mean, he was never really a. Uh, uh, I never looked at him as a safety. I looked at him as a big guy that was jacked up, that was, a, that was, you know, a very good athlete. I never, I mean, he was terrible in coverage at times, you know. I mean, he was really only special teams when he was in Detroit. I'm surprised he got under the contract somewhere else. You know, he's a really he's good special teams player. Yeah, yeah. Really, he's like a really good special like teams Yeah, he's really good. Um, I don't think he, I don't think he had Harris the time. Though. I think he, I don't think he had the, the the time. Like they didn't give him, they didn't give him the chance to Detroit to play defense. Yeah, he Patricia could've. likes big, big, slow linebackers. He wasn't like two fifty, so he wasn't going to see the He was field. too fast. <laughs> one, up, one, one, um, one final question. I'll let I'll, I'll let y'all talk. Um, yeah. What about the special teams? Nobody's really talked about the special teams. We lost our best returner. We gave we we, we let Prater go. We kept Fox, so that's good. Are any of y'all worried about that position? Those two positions at all? Not really. I mean, well, I guess I mean, we got the kicker is well, like at least whatever. Prater. At least Prater, man. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, though, Prater he, he didn't have. He scored us a lot of points last year. He always does. 
Yeah, but Prater didn't have the best year last year. Um, True. He didn't. If, if we're being honest. And then when, yeah. when you look at the guy they signed, he's good. But after 50 yards, it's like, okay, mm. it's kind of like 50-50. He's not all that. But if, like, <laughs> if you're talking like about from like 30 to 40 yards, sure. But 50 yards plus, it gets a little concerning with him. His leg is not as strong as Prater. But that's the thing with Prater. Jack Fox. That's, that's yeah. Uh, Jack Fox. That's Marvin and Prater. Yeah, Jack Fox, the best punter in the league. Caleb Freeman. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to be a returner. Maybe they'll draft a guy or an undrafted guy compete with him. I, I think they're fine, all special teams. I'm not too worried. They brought back Jalen Reeves, maybe. They have Jason Cabinda. Um, They signed Dean Marlowe. They have CJ Moore. I think they'll be fine on special teams. Maybe not as good as last year, but they'll be fine. He's talking about. He's being talking about the kicking game. Oh, just the kicking game in general. I guess that's what he mainly yeah, talking I mean, about. I mean, yeah, because basically, like, you know, watching the Lions games, you know, if if we were getting down at the end of the half and Stafford was able to make a play in the other on other field, you know, you could get to, like, within, what, the 40, 35-yard line and no Prater had a chance of making that field goal and giving us some points. Right. Well, if Bullock man. can't do that, you know, that's going to be a little bit of a disadvantage because then we're not going to have to be able to get those opportunities. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying he can't kick. I mean, I, I'm an Aggie fan, so I've seen Bullock play with A&M. Yeah, he's got, he doesn't have a very strong leg. He's very accurate inside. Right. You don't want him shooting over 50-yard kicks because they usually go wide. Tyler, times. Tyler, Tyler, what was the years that um, we were having major kicking issues? It was right after um... Tyler. Tyler had to go. Um, oh, Tyler left. Oh, shit. I'm talking to myself. Yeah. Wow. Tyler, had to, Tyler had to do something. He texted me, and so it's all good. Um, Try before we got Prater, man. We went through all those bad kickers. Yeah, you, you know, yeah, right, uh, before, the right before Prater, Bullock, they aren't locked in. I think it's just a one-year deal, so they aren't like locked in on him. They could, if like they could potentially maybe get an undrafted guy. You know how they did with Jack Fox, mm-hmm. find an undrafted guy. They do have a guy actually from the Steelers. Um, they signed to a futures deal. I forgot his name. But maybe they could find an undrafted guy as well and have those three guys compete. Bullock's deal is not like um, – it's not a – you can move on from it. It's not just a one-year deal. I'm not worried. If yet. he struggles in camp. I think he'll be the winner in camp. But if he struggles, um, they should – they'll bring in some competition. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried yet until they, <laughs> they start kicking. When they start kicking. Yeah, and they start missing them. That's when you're worried. You're like, oh, man, this is not good. Right. Great. Um, awesome. Thanks, guys. Hey, no problem, yeah, bro. Thanks for coming on, Nate. What's up, Chris? Hey, not much. I just, I just hopped in. Uh, What's going on, Chris? Talk about... Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Chris, 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 I can't hear you, man. What was that? You there? Can you hear me? No, I'm, I'm totally just messing with you, bro. Fuck, we hear man. you. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I, I just heard you guys talk about like Okuda and shit, so. That's oh, Hefe, my boy, man. What's it, what about him, man? Let, let us know. What, what's your thoughts about Hefe? Malcolm, that's not your boy. Let's be nice. What are you talking about? Oh, wow. Boy. Wow. So Hefe's not my boy? Wow. So I can't you I can't rock two, three? Bro. I can't rock the two, you three? Always, you always talk shit about him. All right, I all don't right. talk shit about him, man. Oh, what's up? So what's your, what's your thoughts about uh, Hefe? Free Hefe. Uh, I, I don't know. I just heard you guys talking about him. And he's a guy I had uh, high hopes, expectations for. I wanted to watch him. <laughs> shit. Do you want him? I don't want him at this point. You're, I mean, you're not getting him. Even if you want him, you're not getting him. I think Okuda is still shit. going to be All a great right. Talk corner. to me. Talk to me. I'm the GM. You, you make me a deal. I can get you one. What, what's <laughs> your team? What's your team? I don't know. I just heard you guys talk about it. I was just wondering like, what's going on with that whole team. and what kind Chris, of... who's, your, who's your team? Who are you a fan of? I'm a fan of the Bears, man. Oh, Andy yeah. Dalton season. Okay. <laughs> yeah, AD, AD 14, man. <laughs> yeah. Yo. yeah, I have a question for you um, regarding the Bears. Since, like, we're an NFC North podcast, I just have a question. So, when you have a guy like Nagy and um, Pace, basically, like, Lane Duck here, like, I don't really see him having success this year. I don't know if you do or not. Don't you think they should have just fired him this offseason and just started all over? Who, Pace? Pace. Or Nagy. Oh fuck yeah! Obviously they're trash, man. <laughs> like, oh man, this shit, I'm sorry. This shit's I'm sorry stupid you, at this point, man. Like, at this point, man. Uh, yeah, it's pretty bad, but I mean, we, we yeah. Don't, I mean, listen, 
we we and, went through we went through what you went where what you're going through so we know with our old coaching staff we know exactly what you what you're going through so yeah we understand. Right, um I do like Jalen Johnson team but since this is Alliance podcast I'm gonna have to uh no 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 he had a question about Detroit what? he wants to know about uh, oh what's up what's up he did actually question about Jeff. Oh, yeah. regarding Okuda. Yeah, I'm also I'm also a fucking Georgia fan though, man. So Okuda's my guy. Wait, wait, what is going on here? What in the name of parties? What in the name of the radio okay, is going on? What's the station? Maybe what in the name of later. radio stations? Um, what's going on here? Yeah, uh, you can come back on after he's done. Uh, Anonymous. Was that then, guy um, on the radio? <laughs> he, was he, he just—he wasn't on mute. He wasn't on mute. I think he was, was driving. He, was he in the radio? Is what I want to know. Wow. I don't think so. Where okay. to the Bears? Where? Where? Where's the Bears guy? He had a question about Jeff. Yeah. All, all I'm saying is like it feels like coaching, development, whatever, kind of failed that guy, man. Because was like obviously one of the top guys in college and shit, and he kind of got exposed pretty heavily. Steady. Um, about Jeff, and this is this is the reason why I'm going to say why I didn't want the Lions to draft him. It's because I said this brought it. I said this loud. I said I said it loud, and nobody listened to me. We don't have a pass rush, guys. Yeah, that means. I said it. I said you draft Jeff Okuda to play cover one man press coverage. Yeah, he did in college. He did in college. Look at him. Look at him. He did in college. I don't care what he did in college. If you bring him here and try to play man press with no pass rush, he's going to look goofy yeah, out there. Got, I said that stage. before we drafted him. I said that before we drafted him. I, that's why I said, let's get a pass rush first. Let's build up the defensive line. Let's get Derrick Brown. No, we want Jeff Akuda. We want Jeff Akuda. He's going to lock down everybody. He's going to be an elite corner. Elite corner rookie year. All right. I played corner. I know how it is when you don't have a pass rush. Nobody listened to me. It's Jeff Akuda, he'll be Jeff fine. Akuda, 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 I get it, but fine, I'm just though. saying that, that's the reason why he failed his rookie year. He had no pass rush. The, pass also, rush, the, the coaches didn't do any favors for him. They like they put him on islands against like superstars. Uh, yeah, I, I don't care about that. I mean, it, it, I do though. I do that. That, that destroys he, your um your like your confidence. You can't just. I mean, well, I mean against the Bears, man. Like, damn, that team. I feel like the Lions were destined for fucking failure. I mean, Lashawn Lattimore did it. Lashawn Lattimore did it. I mean, those guys do it. I mean, Patrick Ramsey did it. Came in the year, had to cover number one. Court. I don't want to hear the excuse of he had to cover these guys. You're drafted third overall pick in the draft, buddy. You better put the big boy pants on and cover these number one receiver because that's what they draft. That's what they draft you. That's what they draft you for. And he'll do that this year. Just watch. What's I, that, I, um, I I get it. What's his name? Um, I don't know his first name, but his username is Anonymous Lions fans. What's up? Oh I'm my in. boy, Anonymous. Yo, what? Yo, first I'm of in. all, can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, man. Yeah. What? What was that? Were you in the? What's were you in the radio? No, I was. Um, <laughs> we just got done watching Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, I just saw it too. Yeah. Uh, what what's your thoughts on yeah. that? Yeah, what's your thoughts on Mortal Kombat, man? Oh shit, man! Mortal Kombat, it was straight. No, no spoilers, spoilers, no spoilers, no spoilers. No spoilers. Well, wait, we ain't, we ain't gonna spoil it. I just, I just saw it too. I just no, saw no. it too. It was I straight. Saw, I, yeah, when when you guys started, I was in the middle of watching, so I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta finish watching. And, you know, my okay. wife and I was watching the movie. Okay, so. okay, okay. Movie yeah. night. Yeah, it it was straight. You know, there's definitely gonna be a sequel. Yes, some there is. The, some of the special effects look like. Yo, yo, no spoilers, no spoilers. And, and no I almost say, almost say that no there's a new character. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, but nah, is that yeah, nah. it? Is that I think everyone knew that though. Everyone knew yeah, that's a spoiler. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. All right. Oh, really? all right. That's... All right. I ain't gonna say nothing else about the movie. I promise. Yeah, that'd be it. That's okay, it. that's it. So, Anonymous, man, yeah. what's going on, man? What's your question, man? What's up? No, nah, so yo, I've been um, I've been asking on Twitter a few times. You know, I'm I'm kind of wondering if something's going on because nobody's heard a peep from. Mark Brunel, since he's become the quarterback coach, with all this activity with trading Stafford for golf and potentially drafting a quarterback, with all this hype of uh, these four or five quarterbacks that go maybe in the top seven, depending on what the Lions want to do, I think that, you know, 
I like to hear what Brunel has to say. And I haven't I haven't read any interview or heard anything from him. I wonder if you guys have heard anything and what do you guys make of that? Uh normally during the off season assistants are made available unless like they're a coordinator or assistant head coach or because the other Lions assistants haven't haven't talked either. The only ones yeah. that have talked Deuce Daly is an assistant head coach and the coordinators, the three coordinators, and obviously the head coach. Yeah, we haven't heard anything so, from Randall either. Yeah, we haven't you know, we haven't really heard from the assistants. Yeah, but don't you think it's uh, you know even with that um, their the Lions um, the episodes that they do I forgot what they call it Inside know, the Den Inside yeah, the Den inside Yeah. The den. Inside yeah. the den. Shout out to Inside the they're, Den. Yeah. And they're, they're showing, you know, they're showing the introduction with golf, you know, the whole, you know, he's driving to Ford right. Field or not Ford Field, but, you know, but Mark Burnell is nowhere to be found. You know, you see the other coaches there. He's not even in the picture. Yeah. You know, I, just, I, I, I would just like reading. to hear what he has to say about, you know, just anything. Is he excited to work with golf? You know, I mean, um, he'll say he's excited, whether he's excited or not. That's just like coach talk. Like, no coach can be like, oh, yeah. we got this guy. We're not excited to work with him. Like, every coach, even if it's like any free agent, they say they just go like, oh, we're excited to work with this guy. Like, we're excited to have him. It's just coach well, speak, you know? Not, well, not the way they talk about golf. I think the way they talk about golf is completely different. Yeah. You, you can tell some coaches, if they're not high on the player, you know, there's a hesitation. You could tell the tone. Some of the words they say, some players, I mean, some coaches are just straight out blunt and they say, this guy's got to do better. Or, well, golf hasn't played it down. So, they're gonna be it like, down. we're happy about it, whatever, and all that. I don't know right. if they initially are sold on them long term. Um, yeah. We'll see during this draft, obviously, what they do, what they do this in the first round. That'll tell us a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I just found it. That's found true. It kinda, I kind of want to hear what he has to say, though. But um, I do have another question. Um, um, I think the Lions might have a, a a pretty good sleeper interior pass rusher on their roster right now that we didn't even see last year. Jay Sean Cornell from Ohio State, rookie last year, missed the whole season. Yeah, you guys, um, you guys put on his tape when he was at Ohio State. The guy could ball. You know, he played on the edge some as well. You know, I think that guy. I think he can put some uh, interior pass rush on this team coming up this year. The thing is, though, he's coming off a major injury. That's and the, he was that's a seventh. The thing about he was, it. He's a seventh round pick. I would say right now he's probably competing with Kevin Strong and John Atkins, probably, and then another guy. Though they're, they're probably going to bring in another like undrafted guy, or maybe they'll draft guy like in the draft. I don't. I'm, I'm not that. I'm not. I don't know if he'll make the roster. He has a chance. I um, think he'll make a roster. I don't. I don't. I don't think there's that much talent in this year's draft. For an there isn't that much talent interior, but Jayshon Cornell, I think, is coming off a torn Achilles, and those are hard to recover from for an NFL guy, especially like defensive tackle, because he relies on his athleticism. How much of that will he have left? Yeah, that's I mean, right. He's not. He's not a guaranteed guy to to make this roster next year. Right. He was a seventh round pick for a reason. It'll be it'll be a good story if he balls out next year though. Like 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 what you're thinking. If he comes out and balls out and and makes a roster, that'll be a hell of a story. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Draft draft pick aside, I'm just mean just ability. And you know, of course, his injury concern is an issue. You know, if he the torn Achilles is a big thing. But if he comes back healthy, actually, like watch his tape. You know, the guy he put up a lot of. Um, he put up a lot of pressure, and he actually opened up a lot of plays for Chase Young when Young was there. Mm. So I just think that they might have a hidden gem. They might have – I thought he was going to be able to do something last year, but obviously his injury set him back. Well, right. Do we have a hidden okay. gem? Like, uh, like not, hidden gem? Not, yeah, like do you think like no. hand is the answer? Do you want a hidden gem? No. I think it's... a hidden gem is Julian Okwara. He could be a potential hidden gem. Yeah, you know what? He was never good at run support, though. That's the only thing. He, he's he not known for that, rush. though. Like he's not known to be a run stuffer. He's no more of a pass rusher. He just needs to stay healthy. That's what he mean. Bulk up a little. So you don't think like like Julian Tavai like Julian Tavai can have like a great year? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, um, well, he ever ended. If any of you guys have any questions, a shout out to Anonymous Lions fans, touchdowns. Uh, Rich is that Ahmed, Tyler, and Jennifer for listening Thank to you. us. And um, I'm going to close this. 
I'll give one more. If anyone wants to come up, I'll give it like a minute. If not, I'm just going to end this. Anybody want to shout out to family? Shout out to everybody in my city? No? Okay. Uh, okay. Um. All right. It yeah. looks like I have no requests. So I'm going to end this. So thank you guys all for tuning in. Next hey, thanks, week guys. on Thursday on the draft night, we're having a draft party. Woo! Um, oh, we do have one guy. Ben, if you want to come up, you can come up. I'm about to end this. But if you have something to say. Ben? Uh, or Leo. I'm sorry. Leo. Oh, Leo? Uh, I don't know why that said Ben. Yeah. Leo. So Leo, if you – let's see if he has something to say. If not, I'm going to end this. What I was saying is, anyways, we have a draft party mm. on Locker Room. We'll be giving out some prizes next yep. Thursday. Yep. So stay tuned for that. Yep. And thank you, guys. I'm yep. out. Peace. All right. It's your boy Malcolm. I'm out. Peace.